Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Retrieval practice, no diagnosis is the end of the story, dyslexia and dyscalculia outside of school, hear it from the experts of adis.org in the UK, and $5,000 for learning disability assessment. This is our podcast for week five in 2023, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discopedia Services. She is going to help us make sense of all these links. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now, let's let's dive into those links because I'm very curious about the last one. Now, let's start with the first one, um, and it's about retrieval practices. What's that about? Yeah, that's an article uh, published first on the Learning Spy webpage. And the point that they review here is how we can help children to remember material that they have learned before. And there's basically two methods that they mention. You can start over, you can have them restudy the same pages, or give them an assignment uh, where they need to retrieve the knowledge that they have previously learned. All okay. Right. Yep. Now, this is something uh, from that originates in the 1990s when Bob and Elizabeth Bjork um, talked about their theory of disuse. All right. And they say that information didn't disappear. We just couldn't bring it back to memory. We couldn't remember it. <laughs> now, this, this might um, sound a little bit like uh, splitting hairs because... If you can't remember something, what's the difference, right? Right. But when you think about it, there is a difference. It's pretty important. Because not being able to recall something that's in the memory somewhere that has been learned is completely different to not being able to recall something that is not there, that you haven't learned before. Right, because then so, you don't have to look for it because it's not there. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. So, if it's in there somewhere, there might be uh, a way to access it. Okay. Now, and the Bjorks uh, think that information in long-term memory has both a so-called storage strength and a retrieval strength. And they see storage strength as our ability to recall something right now, and retrieval strength as our ability to recall it later or or elsewhere. All right. So, now this article actually gives several really nice graphics, and one huge graphic is there to help teachers to... um, make sure that they get the retrieval practice of their class um, right, so as effective as possible. And it's kind of a whole, uh, you really need to click on the link and and see the uh, visuals, because um, we already knew that children with dyscalculia greatly benefit, if we now uh, talk about it, not just a general class, but kids with dyscalculia, that they greatly benefit from the so-called spiral review 
to keep the learned materials fresh for uh, retrieval. And I also um, have a little list if you want to study for a test. And the test is in one week. Their suggestion is to review the material uh, every one or two days. If your test is in one month, then review it once a week. When it's in two months, you can oh, okay. review it in two weeks. It's when a it's very in practical months, application. It's in three weeks. Okay. And when you look at your students getting the best grade on the end of year uh, tests, make sure you do a spiral review every four weeks. So that's very useful. And yeah. actually, more recently, Pucha Agarwal and her colleagues did a systematic review of uh, applied research in classrooms and schools about retrieval practice. And they found that the retrieval practice consistently benefits student learning. It was actually published in 2021 in the journal Educational Psychology Review. So we knew that it's important, not only for students with dyscalculia, but for them is absolutely essential, but also for other uh, students. So please do not skip those spiral review questions in your textbook. Yeah, interesting article. Now, the next link says no diagnosis, the end of the story. It sounds confusing. Is the point here that lack of a diagnosis is the end of the story? Or do they say that there's always something that can be done with a diagnosis and there is no diagnosis that will be the end of the story? I think, I'm confused. I'm confused. Well, well, don't get confused. Um, this is something that we found on LinkedIn, actually. Um, and this is a short, uh, very short article by uh, Juni Hanning. This is a homeschool mom. And she says that a diagnosis is never the end of the story. You cannot just diagnose and then decide, oh, that the child has a learning disability <laughs> oh, that's and it. that's that. <laughs> okay, so now we know. <laughs> yeah, although I have to say that kind of set in stone mentality is still very persuasive, even among uh, teachers. Well, and actually the opposite is true. Also at Discoteculia Services, we see a diagnosis as a starting point, right. not as an end point. Right, that's where the remediation starts. Yes. Exactly. There's always options for remediation. And also, Juni Henning uh, says it in this way. Let me quote her. In fact, when we correctly understand a dyscalculia diagnosis, we can move forward to address the areas where the child has not yet developed. And I agree with her wholeheartedly. Good, 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 good. Um, now, the next link is about dyslexia and dyscalculia outside the school. Mm -hmm. Now, this is something that we picked up uh, on Twitter. So there's a lot of sources that you can use to uh, hear what, um, what the buzz is about uh, learning and dyscalculia. So uh, what this is about is that there is a lot of emphasis on accommodations and remediation in class. And that would make that you would forget that this child has a learning disability the whole day, not just <laughs> limited to school life. So this is a very short video where the organization BOLD explores this topic 
with uh, developmental psychologist and cognitive neuroscientist Michael Skade. I hope I pronounced that correctly. So, good awareness and reminder uh, that we need to look at the whole child and the whole day, not just at their work inside of school and, and their assignments. Good point, good point. Now, the next link uh, already refers to experts from the edis.org uh, in the UK. What can we learn from them? Now, there's a lot to learn here. Um, Edis uh, Specialist is a company and that offers special education consultation and advice to schools and colleges and in school also and on uh, special uh, continuous uh, professional development day days. They also help uh, teachers and support. They they bring support in the form of observations, assessments, verbal feedback, and written reports. And they they reside in the UK. Okay. Now they also do diagnostic assessments for specific learning difficulties like dyslexia, dyscalculia, dysgraphia. Uh, for young people um, within their homes and within school and helping to um, make sure that there is support in place. Now, the video on the Discoculia Headlines post shows one of their webinars uh, in which they go over uh, the details of Discoculia and how to recognize trouble with math and also some ways to remediate it. And it's a very good reminder of all the things that can be sources uh, of the troubles with math. So it's an hour long, but it's uh, I think it's totally uh, worth your time. Okay, good, an hour. See, these are all the resources we bring to you. And so go look for that video on discoculiaheadlines.org. Now, that brings us to our last link, and it talks about $5,000 for a full evaluation. Is that the going rate? Well, I, I don't think it's the going rate, and I certainly hope not. We found this on um, DC Urban Moms and Dads, and it, that's a forum uh, for parents. And one of the things is that they complained about having to pay sometimes $5,000 for a full assessment for all learning disabilities. And... Um, one participant asks if you cannot just focus on dyslexia uh, and dyscalculia. Now, well, yes and no, actually. You can do an assessment for dyscalculia, but you need to do a little bit of an all-round um, look at the learning of a, of a student, like a, a little sweep to see if there is a risk that ADHD or dyslexia may also be a factor that caused the, or maybe part of the math troubles. Um, we know that there are many issues um, that can lead to uh, struggling in math. And you need to be sure uh, when you do a remediation that you work on the right issues, right? And, and that can be basic number sense. But it can also be visual-spatial issues or memory and processing speed. So if you know more, you can tailor the intervention uh, to that student uh, a little bit better. Now, this $5,000 um, 
sound really steep. It does. Yeah, however, consider that a full assessment may take two full days of the student meeting with an examiner, and next the outcomes need to be scored and run through various computer programs. That will take several hours, and then you definitely have uh, need a few hours to uh, write the report. Um, and most will start from a template, but it's absolutely uh, another half day or a whole day that you um, try and uh, come up with a lot of details that uh, pertain to that specific uh, student. Well, consider also that those uh, people will need an office. Right. For the assessment. Certainly if the student needs to come in for two right, days. Right, right. And, and they have to purchase the tests and the forms and the computer time, etc. to examine the outcomes. And, well, you'll get some more appreciation for the sometimes high fees. But personally, I believe that the 5000 is way over the mark. But I see regularly price tags of um, 1500 to 2000 which is also... Um, that's a, a steep, uh, well, it's doable for some, but unfortunately not for all. Now, luckily, most of the assessment should be done at the school with no cost for the parents. And that is a law in the U.S. But if they want to go outside the school, some universities may be able to offer assessment at a lower rate because their psychology students can help out with proctoring the, uh, the assessment. Now, in my own practice, um, we also don't charge these kind of uh, steep prices. We try to keep the cost as low as possible to make sure that um, all children can get access to a full assessment if they need it. Because that, like we said before in this uh, podcast, that is the start of uh, Good remediation. effective Absolutely. remediation. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. I hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and you can follow her. But the best thing you can do is become part of the solution for children who deserve support because they have a learning disability format named Discoculia. And for that, Dr. Schroeder has actually developed an online uh, training, and you can read all about that at discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.